Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most American podcast network. You don't need friends doing things that are wrong. There are lots of kids like you who are cool and strong. It might be kind of tough, but you can move along. So beat it, and you'll see it ain't bad. Hey, what's Pac-Man, everybody? Welcome to the Cynical Cartoons Podcast, where today I watch Flintstones Kids with my friend Christian Kay. Christian uses he him pronouns and I actually recorded this episode with him in person when he came out to visit me last summer. So all the way back in June. So if I sound a little bit different in this episode, that's why, you know, the voice training is finally paying off. Maybe I I really don't know. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at stop tweeting Mia and Christian is at Christian the K. Thank you for listening to Cynical Cartoons for another week. And as always, I'm your host Mia Marchant. My pronouns are she her and I'm here if you need to talk. Hey Christian. Yeah. Did you watch Flintstones Kids when you were a kid? When you were a little Flintstones kid? I did not watch Flintstones Kids when I was a kid. Did you watch Flintstones Kids when you were a kid? Hell no. (laughs) This shit's whack. (laughs) I mean, I might I might have seen it in passing on Boomerang or something like that at some point. Who's to say? I saw a lot of shit on Boomerang. I I recognize those little American chibi designs Uh uh, of Fred Wilma. And the other two. Barney. Barney. Yeah. Fido. <laughs> Fido. Fido. Oh, Every, everybody's favorite Fido. Flintstones character, Fido. Fido. Listen, I was mad. I saw in the intro, Mr. Slate was in the intro. Yeah. Where, where was Mr. Slate? Mr. Slate wasn't in this episode. He was not. I didn't miss his presence. I don't need Mr. Slate, <laughs> I honestly. Need, I need that Mr. Slate energy. So... We watched an anti-drug PSA Wait, disguised roll as a did kid you start? cartoon. Oh yeah, yeah, we started. We in this bitch. I thought you were just riffing. Okay. It didn't. The fact that I started yelling into the microphone didn't. I thought you were just. Going, I thought you were testing me. levels. Still, I thought you were testing <laughs> levels. Uh, okay, fuck. No, we doing it. It's an anti-drug PSA disguised as children's entertainment, which was a very common thing. We've done three or four episodes about that by yeah, this point. I think. I wasn't on the drug episode, was I? You were on, yeah, you were on the Gem and the Holograms the, Yes, I was not on the other one, though, <laughs> the one I'd seen before. Uh, the Cartoon All-Stars All All Star, to the I, Rescue. I, I, I was not there for All-Stars, but I was there for Gem and the Holograms. Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue is awesome because you get, like, it's like all of these cartoon characters telling you not to do drugs. It's like a Ninja Turtle, you know, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Mickey Mouse is there. Alf, I think the Hamburger Helper Glove makes an appearance. Bug E.T. Bunny? Yeah, Bugs Bunny pretends to be a cop. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> 
Uh, and in the gym and the holograms, Jinobu got some great quotable lines. And she was dealing with some shit, right? Like, Yeah, I, I think that's the thing is that generally these cartoons don't really seem to understand what marijuana does to you. Especially on your first or second or third time using it. This one seems to sort of get it. Like Stoney, the villain in this episode, is trying to get Wilma, baby three-year-old Wilma, to do drugs. His whole thing is like he, he smokes weed. He becomes generally aimless and clumsy. A buffoon, if you will. Which, fair. <laughs> I mean, this, this felt more like, going back to the gym episode, it was more... That girl was depressed, right? Her parents had died in a car crash, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. So like... Wilma just wanted to be... Cool. This is just kids being. This, this is white people drugs. This is like we're just going doing this to escape. Like we don't, we don't have problems. The the stakes in this episode were a lot lower than they usually are with a drug PSA. Mm -hmm. Wilma goes and makes more friends while the Flintstones kids are all on vacation. Otherwise, her friends want her to do marijuana with them. And her new friends, not her old friends. Yeah, her new friends. No, <laughs> Fred and the gang are trying to get her to toke Fred up. Fred doesn't come back from Holly Rock <laughs> with a doobie in his mouth. <laughs> She and the Flintstones gang start an anti-drug campaign. And that's pretty much it. They run a race. They're all trying to get tickets to the, to the Michael Jackstone concert. What I appreciate about this episode, Mia, is that usually in a story like this, the parents intervening doesn't happen until the third act. Right. This happens like... For, Immediately. First, she goes to her parents' first they, thing. Which is like, good. I guess for the message, that's good. It's like, this is about applying the steps you've learned in your other drug PSAs. You tell an adult... And then you just say no. They apply these things before they start the club. See, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Usually when I watch these anti-drug PSA cartoons, they're whack. They're, they're wild. It's like Alvin and the Chipmunks talking about marijuana. And that's always funny no matter who you are. But here, it's like, I don't see anything really wrong or harmful about the message here. Basically, they're saying six-year-olds should not be smoking <laughs> weed. Yes, I agree with you. Six-year-olds should not be smoking weed. The other ones are like, if you're 16 and you smoke a joint, you're going to fucking die, dude. And I'm like, no, this I agree with. Wilma, as a six-year-old... Should probably tell her parents. And you know what? They, they include that part where... Uh... She like immediately does it and covers her face and I'm like, okay, mood. I get that. Right. She's afraid her parents are going to fucking beat her. <laughs> and they're like, no, you, good thing you told us. They set a precedent. Her parents are horribly abusive. Mm, I, feel like, I feel like he pays people to be abusive. The dad. I, I got a rich vibe off of the dad. Mm -hmm. like, Willa has pearls the whole series. Like She's well off. Oh, and then she ends up with Fred. Mm -hmm. This like deadbeat piece of shit. She's like, ah, you piece of shit, Fred. I can't <laughs> believe I ended up with you. Our kid's going to end up marrying Bam Bam next door. <laughs> Wilma. How old are the Flintstones kids supposed to be? I, my, my top was eight. That's okay. the, the highest because I would they're, guess. They're written kind of like teenagers, well, Fred, but they sound like Fred four was year at old. least. Fred was at least written yeah. as a teenager. It's just ambiguous. They're drawn so strangely that it's impossible to tell how old they're supposed to be. You know what they kind of look like? Uh, cartoon minions. Yeah, they're Lil. <laughs> I mean, I'm just kind of concerned that like they have Dino mm -hmm. when Fred is six years old, and he's like 45 in the main series. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker lives a long time. Well, he's a dinosaur. Do dinosaurs live a long time? I, I don't know. I never met one. Neither did I. <laughs> Shit. It's only just occurring to me that I really don't know nothing about dinosaurs. You weren't a dinosaur kid? No, I liked Jurassic Park, but that was about it. That's I didn't really it. ever... My brother was a dinosaur kid. He loved... You know what? I bet if I called him, he would know. So basically, everybody else is out of town for the summer. You got Frito. Was that his name? Fido. You got Fido. Yeah, Fido. You got Fred. You got Betty. You got Barney. 
You got Dino. They all go out of town and leave Wilma back in the town. She sort of just makes new friends. And they come back and they're like, holy shit. Wilma got cool. She's like, yeah, I go by Scooter now. I'm fucking cool, dude. I got my, my hair slightly frizzled and I got like a, a cheetah print dress on. Mm-hmm. And she's like best friends with like, what's her name? Debbie. Debbie. I think. They're very gay together. They're just getting ready to run <laughs> off together and leave this whole town in the dust. Uh, uh, I was going to say a very Life is Strange mood. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then there's the kid with the, with the spiky hair and the kid who says, oh, yup. These are all in the in the bad kid in the gang, ba- in the coo- in the which cool is a, yeah, cool it's not really gang. the bad kids. They're just kind of cool. I mean, because the spiky hair kid consistently throughout the episode is like, "Hey, that doesn't sound like a bad idea," and then Scooter's face would just like slowly dolly in. That kid is just waiting to join the anti-drug gang. Oh, he's just, he's he's just uh, chomping at the bit. I mean, that's the thing about about these anti-drug PSAs is that it's never like the Flintstones kids decide not to do drugs and that's the end of it. It's like the Flintstones kids decide not to do drugs and go beat the shit out of all those kids <laughs> smoking weed and beat them with a shovel and throw them <laughs> off a cliff. It's like you can never like stop it like they just don't want to do drugs and they don't do it. <laughs> they always have to be militantly anti-drug propaganda. They have a whole song about it. Yeah. By Michael Jackstone. No, no. Before that too. Remember when they're making the banners and, they, and the flyers? Right. They, like banners are going to hang over the city as they just say no. You don't know what to say no to, but you can assume. So basically, Wilma's hanging out with the cool kids. Stoney rolls up. Uh, Stoney hasn't been around in a while, no. but Stoney's gotten into marijuana. Oh, I think we both paused when Stoney rolled on the scene, and we found out his name was Stoney. Yeah. Is that on the nose? Is that too much? And the other <laughs> writers are like, no, no, I think that's. I think we really need to drive the message Yeah, it's out. 1991. What's going to go wrong? <laughs> We should call Wilma Narky. <laughs> was was this ninety one? Was this Yeah, this is nineteen ninety one. Hey, good poll. And it's just like a straight up joint too. It's not yeah, like Yeah, he's just got a bunch of them in his pocket. He's like marijuana. And they're like, <laughs> I don't know about this one, Stoney. And I guess I mean they're the ones hanging out with the kid named Stoney. That's on them, honestly. I mean, you think when his parents named him, they were like, ah, oh, because he I see a pile of stones over there. <laughs> Our kid can be Stoney. I mean, it does make sense with the whole rock stone naming structure of the Flintstones in mm-hmm. general. Here's the problem, though. Here's the problem. There's too many kids named Stoney. Too many kids named Stoney. Uh, <laughs> problem that I'm seeing is in the Flintstone universe, you know, I'm not very well versed in the... I, mean, I wouldn't call myself a Stonehead okay. for the Flintstone. But even in the very first first opening scene, we see that the boombox is just filled with animals singing, right? Mm-hmm. Where was our animal comparison to marijuana? Where was our lizard inside the marijuana uh, cigarettes right. that, that pulled out a lighter and like lit right. it for how you? Did, how did he light it? I guess that he just uses flint and he just like. <laughs> I mean, where's like where's our lizard who licks it like clothes for you when you're making the cigarette? You know those machine that you put you put the paper down and the and the tobacco and you press it and makes right. a cigarette for you. Why right. didn't we have that but a chameleon? I mean, question about this Flintstones universe. We see for the most part that. The dinosaurs appear to be pets, mm-hmm. like Dino. Yep. Sometimes they're servants. Sometimes they're in a band with Michael Jackson. True. Yes. And they seem to be of human equivalent intelligence. It's 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 the it's the goofy uh, Pluto question. It is the goofy Pluto question? So like, are they just like second class citizens, and they have the intellectual capacity to be able to hang with the humans, but they're not allowed? Do you think some of them like it? They just like being a remote control for the TV? Maybe. They think so. Yeah. Or, well, actually, wait, wait. I have the answer. I have the answer. Okay. There's a, there's a good joke in the original Flintstone series where they shrug and say, eh, it's a living. Yeah. They're getting paid. 
They are getting paid. They have to okay. get, if that's if that's the case, they're getting. They so there, get, there's like a slum somewhere just full of dinosaurs. <laughs> and then sometimes they they like take a bus into like the rich humans area. I mean, honestly, why is there not a dinosaur like a sentient dinosaur in the in the Flintstones gang? I'm sensing some prejudice. I'm sensing, you know, I think there is a class division. Racism doesn't exist yet, but yeah, speciesism. Well, well, so the problem with, with Fido, I think, is that they wanted to make the show diverse, mm-hmm. which is great. Yep. They have an Asian character. They have a black kid. They don't have those characters in the original series. So it's like, did they die? <laughs> Question mark. Where are all the non-white people? I'm going to guess... Fido went off to a great college, moved to the city. <laughs> Everybody else stayed here because they're dumb fucking townies. Well, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like uh, you know, it, Flintstone is a one quarry town. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has a, it has a drive. Yeah, Fido's meant for bigger Fido's things. Fido's meant for bigger things, and we have no idea what happened to Dottie Debbie, whatever her name was. Ran off with Wilma. Ran off with well, no, because Wilma's. Oh, do you think no, that, she she came back. I was just, do you think they had like some wild twenties together? Mm-hmm. And then like Wilma's like, I have to go. I, we can't be together. A lot of marijuana. A lot of marijuana. Lot of marijuana. <laughs> they were hanging out with Stoney after he got out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Stoney, dude! I cannot believe that's what they named him. But also, I can believe it. It makes a lot of sense. Okay, what do you think happened to Stoney after the end? Of this? Should we should we just keep going chronologically through this episode, or should I bring this up now? Well, yeah, we can talk about the fact that at the end of the episode, Stoney gets fucking arrested <laughs> for not possession. A joke. Not, a, not joke. a joke. Arrested by a cop, like a caveman cop in a cop uniform for breaking the caveman laws. Yeah, for marijuana, which, which didn't th- obviously exist at the time, and if it if it was around, it was in the U.S. because that's where weed came from. Mm-hmm. Are we to assume that the Flintstones kids takes place on American soil? They all have American accents. <laughs> yes, American accents. <laughs> I mean, Fred is definitely New York, right? Uh, uh, you know, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, Stoney gets busted. So what do you think happens to Stoney after he goes to jail? I mean, we, okay, mean when okay. he gets out? I think he gets addicted well, to rock. <laughs> that has to be it. Oh, man. No, I mean, I mean, Stoney definitely, when he goes to jail, he's definitely going to join, like, a rock supremacist gang. <laughs> he has to, like, find some sort of allegiance to, like, make sure that he doesn't fucking get stabbed in his sleep, so... So it's a cycle of hatred. Yeah. That we're building into. Yeah, he fucked up when he was six years old. I mean, Stoney <laughs> is not that old. He's going to jail. <laughs> this kid has got to fucking go. I love, though, that when Wilma, basically, Wilma says no to the drugs and she leaves and everybody else there is like, well, we'll wait until tomorrow. And when Wilma comes back, we'll, we'll do drugs with Wilma. And she goes and tells her friends. And Fred is like, he's like, well, I know a lot of cool people that don't do drugs. My cousin's in a rock band in Holly Rock and he's in a Just Say No campaign. And it's like, Fred, <laughs> that motherfucker's not cool. <laughs> There's a big line between... I do drugs every day, and I'm in an anti-drug gang. I mean, when you're when you're six years old, though, anyone who's older than you is probably seems cool. Yeah. Even if they're in a no, just say no. Like, you don't know. That's better. true. Do you think his 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 band's like a ska band? <laughs> <laughs> they're like Christian alt rock. Chris, I think Christian alt rock ska. I think it's both. Anti-drug campaigns in the Flintstones world. Why? Why does that need to be canon? Is this canon? Is this a fever dream? I don't know. I mean, we got to see Michael Jackstone's feet. Mm-hmm. We got really good close shot of his feet when he was doing the, the, the twisties. Yeah, that's how this episode ends is with somebody doing a Michael Jackson impression singing Beat It. 
With drug lyrics. But but anti-drug lyrics, yeah. Like, beat it and don't do the drugs. Great. Yeah, that's that's what you say to drug dealers when they try and give you drugs. You say, beat it, loser. (laughs) And you kick them in the butt. (laughs) Yeah, this whole thing's about a Michael Jackstone concert. Right, uh, they're trying to get money to get tickets to go to the concert. The other kids, not the cool kids, because they're going to win the Riddle Rally. Right, which, which doesn't exist, question mark? Is that a real thing? I mean... It's a rally, but also there's riddles. There, there was a, uh episode of Wishbone that had the same premise, kind of, where you had to go around town and solve riddles, and the, when you got to the end, there was a prize. Well, that's like a scavenger hunt. It was like a scavenger... But this one's like... So it's a sca- this, is a, this is a scavenger this hunt. This is a scavenger hunt. You're Dur- right. During a race, though. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe it's a caveman thing. Yeah, just... It's a hashtag just caveman things. From the Geico sitcom... <laughs> The caveman one. Caveman. <laughs> cavemen. Cavemen? Cavemen. Cavemen. Why'd that go away? Where's the animated series for that? Where is our animated is caveman is it series? I don't know. Why doesn't the Geico Gecko just have an animated series already? Where he's like a super spy. I was thinking this like he's just, it's like a like a Mr. Bean style comedy, but just with the gecko. Mm-hmm. And this, the joke is just that he's a he's gecko sized, so we can't do human things. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I love the part in this episode where, where Stoney is like offering drugs to Wilma and he's like, what are you, like a baby? And I just wanted her to be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm four. I think every time you bring up their age, they're getting a little younger each time. Yeah, they're going to be like. They're eight, they're six, they're four. <laughs> prenatal soon. Just, just a zygote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, they decide to do a, a pet cleaning service. The non-cool kids. The gang. The gang. The main gang. Not the drug gang. And Stoney hatches a plot, y'all. He hatches a plot to ruin their pet grooming services by changing the orders. Nefarious. Absolutely nefarious. Nefarious. You know what? And the, and they fall for it. It's kind of incredible when he runs out there and he's just like got like a cloud of puff around him. Mm-hmm. Like like just like a cloud of weed smoke surrounding him. And somebody had to animate that. A pig pen style. Yeah. You think Pigpen's a- token oh. for sure. <laughs> Pigpen's fucking getting blasted and wasted, zooted every night. <laughs> zooted. 
<laughs> straight zooted straight, straight to the moon. Straight zooted. Oh, Jesus. But, so he tricks he tricks the gang. That's the thing about Stoney, is that he seems invented. <laughs> he seems like he can figure out he's street smart. He knows the when he he's knows not, the streets of Red When he's Bob. not falling off cliffs or not knowing how to push doors open. Mm-hmm. Pretty smart guy. Yeah, what's up with that? Like he is dumb most of the time, but he's smarter than our entire gang put together. Well, it's because he keeps using that marijuana cigarette, that good old jazz cabbage. Is it just because they're that fucking dumb that they're like, well, this person says that they want their dog to be uh, trained like a cat. We got to feed this woolly mammoth monkey food. Totally makes sense. Wild. Stupid. Don't even check the names of the pets. Like, I imagine if they have marijuana laws, they have to have pet collars, right? Dino has a pet collar, I don't think there's any consistency in the Flintstones kids universe, Christian. I'm sorry. (sighs) So they go to the Riddle Rally. It's their last chance. Yeah, basically they gave up all their money because they had to pay all the people back for fucking up their dogs and feeding their cat Listerine or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So they have to go win the... the, the, They have to go win the Riddle Rally. That's a... That's a fucking Peter picked a pack of pickled peppers. They have to go win the Riddle Rally. They, they have, have to go, go win the Riddle Rally. Riddle Wally. Riddle Wally. Riddle Wally. I got a Riddle Wally on my Riddle Wally. That's an What? That's some Elmer Fudd shit. <laughs> you said when they started the Riddle Rally that it was going to end with a drug test, which would have been <laughs> fucking incredible, and I'm sad that they didn't do that. Like, well, like Stoney th- wins, <laughs> and then they have to test it for weeks. <laughs> This lady was walking by and I didn't know what she was doing. Right. And there was a speaking over the speaker and I was like, and now it is time for the drug test portion of the, of the test. <laughs> test it, like, it's gotten so bad. This is right after Lance Armstrong uh, admitted what he had to do. So, you know, they had to do the formality. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> could you imagine? Like an aardvark. It's just like, eyes clean. <laughs> oh, hey, that kid's got the good stuff. So when they start the rally, though, they're like running around basically looking for clues and it's a race as well because it's a rally, whatever. And also, let's, let's, this seems to be only kids. And the prize yeah. is tickets to the equivalent of Michael Jackson in the heyday of Michael Jackson. Where is this rally getting all the money? You know what? Drugs. Well, Michael Jackson's coming through the town. Well, yeah, but he's still selling tickets. Well, he's, he's singing about anti-drug prop stuff. Does Flintstone have a drug problem? Does Flint, the, yeah, yeah, I, th- I think this may have been an anti-drug riddle be- rally. Does Bedrock have a drug problem? Well, considering that the cop is going after a kid with two joints in his pocket, maybe not, but maybe. <laughs> that may be indicative. Now, yeah, this, or is the police department just underfunded and they have to book everyone they can? <laughs> <laughs> so they start at the rally and Stoney's like looking at his clues and he's like really confused. He's like, oh, what? They wrote it in Japanese. And then somebody's like, it's upside down, you stupid fucking moron, which... Racist. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's exactly what you said to me. You just turned over and said, this, that sucks. Yeah, it's not good. I didn't like it. So after, basically, obviously the Flintstones kids win the Riddle Rally. Yeah, well, and, not, it was close though. It was close. Yeah, yeah, it was close. At the end, the other team, everybody leaves to join the Flintstones kids. And it's like, that was an option all along. Like, <laughs> you could have done, like, why didn't you just form one big team and you could all go to the... The, the well, concert. They were, there, they were there, though. They were dancing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They all went to the concert. So why couldn't they just form one big team with everybody? I, mean, I, think, that, I think they'd realize how bad a friend Stoney was in the end. I'm just saying, if the option is there to have as many people as you want on a team, and they can all go to the concert, why wouldn't they join their forces? I mean, I think you're right. 
Yeah. But I think they were intimidated. Oh, I know I'm right. I think Stony intimidation tactics was part mm. of this. Yeah. I think Stony was. They don't want to be called babies. They don't want to be called babies. The spiky haired kid doesn't want. And then, then there's that one kid, the, the yup kid. Yeah. Oh, that's right. All he did the entire episode was like, ooh, yup. Ooh, yup. Ooh, yup. A uh, nope. That was his We Are Group moment. <laughs> so yeah, all of the cool kids join the Flintstones kids gang and things are just changed forever because they obviously stick around, right? They're obviously in Ob- every episode the, the after Members this. of the gang now. Yeah. Definitely. You got a yup. You got pointy freckle hair. Dottie. Dottie. Dottie and Wilma, best buds, running for, off for, together. Forever. You know Dottie, your favorite Flintstones character. <laughs> I mean, that's the problem with like prequels in general, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, where is Dexter Jetster in the Star Wars original trilogy? Obi-Wan's best friend that runs the diner? He's never going to see him again? Okay. Where is Fido? You find, like, you, like, look at, like, the original series and you see, like, missing posters pictures like, for <laughs> Fido. Fido all over the place. Like, their missing friend that they loved so dearly that they've lost now. And I'm trying to find the answer online, and I don't see anything. Apparently, he just he just disappeared. Did you Google where is Fido Flintstones? Yeah. <laughs> the government doesn't want us to know. Nobody wants us to be asking these questions, including the listener. <laughs> nobody honestly cares about Fido because nobody's seen this show. This is not available anywhere. You're not going to find this shit on Netflix or Boomerang. We had to watch it on Daily Motion. Shh, don't tell the government. So have a good time looking for this one, guys. Uh, It's fine. If you really want to watch a bonkers anti-drug PSA, the Captain Planet episode, Mind Pollution, is better than this. The cartoon All Starts to the Rescue is better than this. But, uh, you know... I'd say Gem is better than this, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. But this is... I would definitely put Gem above this. Yeah. I might put... It's an interesting change from the drug PSA formula. Because, again, like I said, this is kids applying the knowledge immediately as opposed to learning the same lesson over and over again that drugs are bad. Right, there's there's much lower stakes here. Nobody's like jumping off of a building because drugs told them to or anything like that. They're just sort of ruining their life as if drugs actually would. If you're wondering, uh, that is why the gym episode's the best one. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, Christian, let's do something that we usually do on the show called the Licensed Animated Adventures. Oh shit. If you could cartoonify one little bit of your life would Mia, what's that? Oh, well, the Licensed Animated Adventures is a, a segment that we do on this show sometimes where we pitch a licensed cartoon based off a live-action property that never got one. Oh, Mia, I wish you'd reminded me that we do this. I thought you canceled this segment. You know what? I thought it was like the Animator. I uh, can cancel it right now. Well, you know, I've thought a lot lately about the Star Wars prequels, mm-hmm. and I don't think that they went prequel enough. <laughs> I think that we need more babyfied versions of these characters. So even before Anakin... I want baby Obi-Wan. Oh. Yeah. Obi-Wan in the Jedi Academy. And it's him. He's like six or seven years old showing great prowess for Jedi abilities. And he goes on adventures with his friend Dexter Jetster. <laughs> so is this like Muppet Baby style where we're seeing Yoda but only from like the neck down? And he's like... <laughs> well, it'd be hard to do that because Yoda's kind of baby size anyway. <laughs> so maybe Yoda can like stand on a chair and then you can see him from the waist down. <laughs> I think that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, Mace Windu is kind of like in his 20s or 30s. He's like kind of like a stoner, like, you know, burnout kind of. 
hasn't really figured his shit out. Do yet. we have like a a proto version of uh, General Grievous? That would be good. Yeah, he, like like that would have to be sort of the Smallville of it all, right? Is that Obi Wan is like friends with all the people he's later going to become enemies with? Mm-hmm. So him and General Grievous like go to elementary school together and they're best buddies. And, and that's, the, another that's bully. the drug PSA episode. That's how General Grievous gets that gravelly voice smoking doobies. That's the- good. <laughs> yeah, but the thing about the Star Wars franchise is that a lot of those people seem like stoners. Like Obi Wan. He's token. He's casually token, though. Right. He's not. He's just having a jazz cigarette with his buddies. He's not making a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. Grievous is like, oh boy, I'm gonna smoke a a, a, a marijuana cigarette with my buddies. <laughs> right. General. Oh, robots aren't supposed to smoke. <laughs> robots are not supposed. It's bad for their circuits. I mean, what else? Baby Batman. Has not already happened yet. I mean, that's Gotham. It's it's actually a comic. There is a little Gotham. I just think it'd be fun to see, like, baby Batman, baby Joker, baby Riddler, baby Catwoman all duking it out to say baby Gotham. It's like a tiny uh, playground city. Have they done, like, a baby... Wait, <laughs> I'm just about to ask the dumbest question. What? Have they done a baby version of The Mask? Yeah, it's called The Mask, too. Son, Son of the Mask, yeah. <laughs> <It's> called- <laughs> Classic. Um, Sorry, who was in that? Jamie Kennedy. Yep. That's bad. It's really bad. That sucks. Yep. Even like, I was, a, I liked The Mask as a kid. It was one of my, one of my VHSs I had. Yeah, that one and, was good. And, and even looking at The Mask, The Son of the Mask, I was like, oh, this is not good. This is not what I've watched in my, on my VHS tapes. What else could we have baby versions of? Baby Simpsons. That's, that seems easy. That seems like. Do you think so? Yeah. It's just Homer and Marge. No, I think it's like it's like these babies, but also for some reason Bart, Lisa, and Maggie are all there. That's that has, that causes too many questions, Mia. Time travel, time travel, or de aging. Everybody in town, all the adults were turned into kids, but not the kids. No, <laughs> the kids were turned into adults. Oh, and now Bart and Lisa are taking care of Homer and Marge. That's, that sounds like it'd get depressing. Feels like there'd be like a family drama of like the children having to suddenly become adults. Mm-hmm. That's a Disney Channel original movie right there. Isn't that like... There's an episode of something like that where like the, the, the kids learn the responsibilities of adulthood. That's, that's a plot of something. Gotta be. Little Arrested Development. I like that a lot. Because we get so much about like... We get glimpses into their childhood. Right. What were they like as babies to each other? Okay. I really like that. And then they're doing all of the things that they do as adults still. They're like embezzling money from the company. <laughs> mm-hmm. Job is like doing magic. <laughs> I mean, the last season of Arrested Development, I don't know if you've seen it, delves into their childhood. I have not. It's I, not I, good. I saw the, 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 the Out of Order season. Season four. I saw season four. I never saw season five. Right. Baby Firefly. Baby Firefly. They're going, they, they, they get a spaceship and they're going on space adventures. Mm-hmm. And it's all the same characters, mm-hmm. like just out of continuity, like they had met differently. If, if you can do that with Simpsons, why can't I do it with Firefly? Yeah, no, 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 it makes sense. That's it. That's it? Thanks for coming on the show, Christian. Well, thank you. Fun. Thank you for having me, Mia. Uh, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me at Christian Case Extravaganza, where I post episodes of shows like The Games We Love, The Rugcast, and Max Landis Road Bad Screenplay, which the first episode has a special guest of Mia Marchant as, wow. as a Ness... From Earthbound. Am I like, oh, we TK Fire. Nope. Hey, I'm TK Fire in here. You have like three lines, I think. Okay. And you never come back in the, in the, as that character. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I had that in my contract. <laughs> yeah, I was a writer. It was like, it was like Robin Williams and uh, Aladdin. I'm actually not I'm not allowed to mention you in the advertising, mm-hmm. but here we are. And you can find me on Twitter at Christian the K. And I'm on Twitter at Stop Tweeting Mia. You guys can check me out there. Uh, you know, I talk about my trans journey. I talk about movies, comedy, all kinds of stuff. Thanks for listening to Cynical Cartoons for another week. As always, I'm Mia Marchant, and I'm here if you need to talk. The Flintstone has been brought to you by Winston, America's best-selling, best-tasting filter cigarette. Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.